0: Welcome to the Shantae Golson show where every entrepreneur and leader will find information that will be readily available for their usage and their leadership as well as their business. Uh, I am Shantae Golson, an American entrepreneur and previous uh, leadership uh, executive, and I want to welcome you. Go ahead and pick up your coffee. Go ahead and pick up your tea. Turn that radio, turn that TV off and tune in to us today. I have a special guest Um, and I want to introduce uh, you to her because she has uh, pivoted her life from one uh, profession to another, and I'm so interested and delighted to have her, Mutita is here for uh, with us today. And she is the owner of the company Extraordinarily by Mutita. And so she does have a podcast, so we want you to tune in, is Get Unstuck Radio, where you can find her on Apple Podcasts and maybe other distributions of podcasts. So a little bit about Mutita, she is a business operations strategist in, in, as well as, check this out, a lawyer who used to work in international organization and have built her franchise business from scratch. And so she pivoted from an attorney all the way into a business owner, and we're gonna find out why uh, as we speak with her. But and along with those particular things, being a CEO, being a, uh, an ex-attorney, uh, having a strategist business where she helps entrepreneurs. She serves the basis of business owners as well as entrepreneurs. And she systemizes their operational system in order to properly automate and delegate uh, their particular uh, businesses. And she does it from a remote point of view, uh, she and her team members. So. Uh, They have business and they support their lifestyle and their particular goals. Everybody, join me in welcoming Motita. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Shante.
0: Absolutely. We're so excited to talk with you uh, today. So, huh, I've heard of these things called unstuck. I'm actually building a program of unstuck as well. But when you talk about what is Get Unstuck Method, share with us what you're, you're meaning by that. Sure.
1: So my core belief of having this business is I believe that we should have business or businesses that support our lifestyle or our life goal. If Uh not, I mean, how do you going to live your life? That is the only thing that you enjoy, right? And it shouldn't be the other way around. So many people get stuck in the part that this is something that it would take them to get to where they want to be in terms of business-wise but they haven't figured it out of that priority at the very beginning. So get unstuck method, we forgot, started from your personal needs, your personal preference. Then we will see that your business currently have support that lifestyle yet or not, and we will figure it out by that.
0: Okay, so you're really talking about the ability to find your passion, turn that intellectual property that you have from your experiences, uh, doing work, you know, your jobs and et cetera, and turning them into a business that can support you instead of having a main job and a side gig. Is that what you're really referencing?
1: Not really. So we actually, mostly we work with those established business who already started to feel burnout. So when you want to scale into like more seven figure, late six figures, seven figure or even more, of course you need to have a team. But how do you run the team? How is your day-to-day activities looks like? Do you really live the life that you want currently? Even though you are a business owner, you are CEO, or or any position that you are running currently. But what exactly make you feel fulfilled within yourself in terms of like running day-to-day activities, both personal and also professionally or business-wise. So Get Unstuck method coming in to audit. That will be the first thing that we, we go through. We will audit your preference, both personal lifestyle. How do you want to live? Are we live, travel um, two to three times a, or a month or a year? Depends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, having a remote home, running around many houses or keep moving the country like me um, what do you prefer to live like some people want to live in the yard and having all family on board and homeschool their kids so it has to have a business they have to have a business that really support the way they want to live because they have only one life but they can create any business at any time so that's this our core belief that this operation system When I talk about operation system, it's both for how do you have your perfect day every day, how do you optimize towards that and have the free time to enjoy every single of your lifetime, and also having a profitable business that support or fund your priority.
0: Okay. All right. So why do I even need to have a system? Is it because I need to center my business around... Uh, my desires, my passions, as you just stated, or the, or there, are there rather, I'm sorry, other reasons why I need a system?
1: I love this question. Everything, I mean, from the system person who is like really geeked out in this system, everything in my life is system and everything that everyone's doing system. How you wash your hands, how do you wake up at the very first thing? Like, do you make your bed first or you just left the bed and go to the toilet right some people are doing that these mm-hmm. are a the different way of like autopilot um or or what i call system that how you live your life same as your business but here's the thing many people not really focus on the system because they enjoy the creative part we started the business from the idea right if we talk about um innovation diffusion curve um everyone start at the innovation point that we innovated this idea and we have to get the market proof, we have to get it validated so that we can find an early adopter. So from there the excitement, the enjoyment of every single thing is new and we still have to figure it out and that is the idea. And along the way there will be more ideas coming up. So if you're thinking it that way new things can keep popping up because we are lifetime learners but how the business is running without something that concretely and proven the result every time that will make it profitable that is a system if you don't have that system how can you explore the world and enjoy your new creativity that will expand your business further
0: okay so i'm curious from the point of identifying a client or customer Uh, to the point of setting up a system for them, do you specialize in one area or one discipline more than the other? Uh, If not, how do you then identify what you need, what you can do to help a business or uh, a leader?
1: So this is like small line between what I do and what business coach is doing. So if you think about in terms of like they all usually already have mentors, business coach, advisor in any other area, but why they come to me, right? They come to me because they have implementation issue. So how can you get from theories into action? That's how they come to me. We break down whatever you um, have learn or have been guided from your business course, your mentor, or whatever you learn and have been proven or validated or have already established in your business that is profitable, make it more flow within the workflow in terms of operation side and set you working on the business, not as a job that you still have to work day in and day out. Because of that, um, we help you set up the system, help you run. How many people do you need? Some people will say that, oh, you need to hire a new CEO so that you have money to manage. But if you like to manage the team, why do you need a new CEO? For me, it's very preference-based. Depends on your strength and weakness. Mm -hmm. Depends on what you enjoy working on daily basis. Like we really optimize every single action to fund your goals, to optimize it towards your goal. That's the only way, and we will reverse engineer whatever it takes
0: to get there for you. Okay, so more so execution is one. Yeah. I'm understanding.
1: So when you ask me about um, from the qualify the best clients, that would be the marketing um, campaign that they have to be already aware. But there are tons of like marketing way that you can do, right? Lead generation, how mm-hmm. you're gonna position your offer how the PR strategy looks like, like, those are marketing part. Until you bring the marketing to the sales funnel or sales process and how you close the sales, again, it depends. You do it automatically with one landing page and then like they can just go through the course as an um, infopreneur or those who already have digital product. or you going to close them on the phone or meet them in person there are many ways that you can do the sales process to get the clients and then you onboard the clients. And then the next part, if you ask me which part I'm most, um, expertise, I would say that the upcoming part, which is I call, um, client, sorry, customer service. So the customer service have two parts in my opinion, and this is something that I always explain to my clients that we have to establish. There'll be two parallel lines along the way. Of success part to the customer so one hand will be how the customer or the client experience with you from where they were to where they want to be and that is the promise that the business owner entrepreneur give them that's how you get paid for right that's how the you solve the the, the problem for them how you give the solution and another parallel line that you have to be in mind all the time is the back in office i call this um client's um, fulfillment so how do you fulfill your clients by that um from each touch point each milestone that they have to get contact with you or your team that is something they don't know like the back end things are like how messiness how day-to-day works looks like the humans problem the automation problem the technical problem or even admins or financial issue that happening on the back end every single minute that you run the business so mm-hmm. these two have to be aligned because at the end of the day it has to lead to your clients is happy and also they get fulfilled
0: okay all right and so with that being stated you then help them to understand which tools are necessary so how do you know what project management software to use yeah,
1: it's just funny enough that like people ask me about, so what would be the project management software that you would recommend? Before you think about which project management you're gonna use, you have to ask what type of operation you are working on currently, how you communicate with your team, how do you um, storage your SOP or how do you talk to them? Because mainly there are three types of project management software. Mm-hmm. The one that have like the index one that contain all the storage of the SOP just a storage second one would be the communication project management like those communication platforms such as slack or um, any parts like web booth also have some communication funnel. so they try to do all in one though but still each software have particular thing that they solve and the third type would be the project um, progress so Trello for example is more vision that you can move around the board or Asana, that you can change how you view things, both tracking as a trailer board or tracking the progress by documents or other types of view. So if you think about that, before you ask me which project management software is the best for you, I would ask you back, tell me how you communicate with your team. Tell me how do you use um, the Google Doc or like something that you use most often because actually, um, surprisingly, many many of the companies have worked very well only Google Spreadsheet, and they have no issue with it, because they have everything with Google. Yeah, and you have no need to pay anything, only subscribe to the G Suite, right? So it can reduce you a lot of costs, because you wouldn't think that how many people are using duplicated software that have the same function, but not really go along well together, but they're still paying it every month. So we can help you solve some money though
0: by that okay all right and so why is a team health so important
1: right so once uh thinking about when you have a small team or like some helpers with you but then you have more team member that you have to keep them on track and also like keep communicate them from time to time having team health check is something that i i came up with like from the personal perspective Mm then how do you want to live your life at the fullest potential your team also a human being my team i i always tell them that we're gonna work smart and we're not gonna work hard like we're not gonna do some like agency work at like 24 7 and serve the client at like the best ability we do at our best ability but not like 24 7. like we know our capacity We will have the support team that have different time zone instead. So it's how you organize the the workflow and the communication platform, right? That's that's how the project management and project manager coming in. So team health check, we do that every 90 days to check how they are, how they like the current workflow. Do they need to um, change anything? Have they reached the evaluation, the KPI one that we have, Um, do they like it, this style of working, Um, because they are the one who do the work, not really you anymore, like not really me anymore. I am the one who observe and organize like at the high level, Mm -hmm. but they do the work. So you have to pay them well and you also have to understand them well because if anything happens, do you have backup, right? So people build a team, not really build a backup team even. Like these things are quite complex, but team health matters because you want them to be happy and healthy physically, mentally, so that everyone's happy. Your clients will feel that, like the energy will flow. You also are so be happy because everyone's just like happy to wake up to work every single day. So that's why team health is very important.
0: So when you started your business, how did you get to – or how, at least initially, did you pay your team well enough to keep them happy? A lot of um, business owners, while a lot of the audience are more established, there are things that they are incorporating in their business that's quite new, and that causes their overhead to be much bigger. So when you first got started, how did you pay your uh, team members well enough for them to be satisfied to stick around? Yeah,
1: Stick around is some, so again, I, I say this often, but it depends, right? So it depends on the first hire, is go back to your strength and weakness and what you happiest thing that you want to do. So when you know that, what do you want to focus on on daily basis? You will know what you don't like doing. And mm-hmm. those are the things that, are you not interested. Those are the things that you want to dedicate first. It's going to take a lot of time, like some people can help you get things done by two hours that you have been doing for four days, for example. So those kind of tasks just let other people do it for you. So talking about a certain particular task that you have just started delegate, I always negotiate at the very beginning. I always start from contractor and actually I build for my clients or contractor as well because these are all remote people. Um, It depends on your laws though. This is something that you have to advise with your attorney, whether how they uh, interpret employee, because that would be overhead that's going to be fixed cost, right? Right. But contractor, you can negotiate a little bit outside. Um, I mean, it's more flexible by like working hours or if you want to increase the hour by time, you can just have a talk to them and have additional contract and so on i think that is more um negotiable and i actually prefer to hire my team member who have like somehow like their own business because they also have their support team they're not really work by their own so i'm not really go forward to the freelancer right away there are many business who agree on the deals that like more affordable Mm -hmm. It takes time to find them. That's why many people hire us to be the headhunter and then like get the right people to support their team. So once you have the resource and once you know where to find it and also get the right job description that exactly this is going to be the person who able to solve your preference and also meet that preference at the right timing, right price. It's not about how long they're going to stay with you. It's about how successful is why they will be every time that they finish each project. So after that, they will not really have the problem of like they're going to leave you because they get paid by the, the, the job because they are contractors. You know what I mean? So this could solve a lot of problems. And if you're going to give them the bonus or having them more time to like having going to the um, holidays regarding to your laws, again, go back to the contract wise, that's totally fine. And it's always able to change. Contracts are binary, like it's two-sided, agree or like more, and don't stick to one contract. I mean, from over the time, things change, your company model change, um, commission rate change, everything change. Just go back and talk to them and have a very sincere conversation. So it also starts from how you work with other people. What is your culture? How do you communicate with them? It's from your personal way for sure. How do you prefer to feel happy working with other people? Same as them. So they're going to they, I, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm not really having people leaving my clients' company because I able to um, bespoke the, the culture that they're really looking for. And then I already talking to the potential candidates, even they are not getting hired, make it really crystal clear. What can they expect? I'm not sure how you experienced this or not, but I ask them what is their best day at work look like. I also asked cost check to my clients what is their best day at work looks like. If it's not aligned, like the way that they really happiest the day at work, they cannot work together.
0: So you're On saying the- you're saying best day. Is that what you're yes. saying? Okay. Yes. So so you want the the contractor lifestyle or characteristics to match the client lifestyle or characteristics
1: might not be characteristic but like emotionally and and the mindset wise so that's that's how hr job will be pre-wet and also pre-qualified i think the lifestyle can change a little bit regarding to the circumstances but the mindset quite takes longer time to change and Usually, the bad hire that we having in general would be not really aligned with the same mindset, not really aligned with the same energy, or not really good, as they say. So, we actually fire them instead of they leaving us.
0: Okay. So then, how how do you pre-qualify the contractor to see if they are a good fit for the um? Customer or the client? What what are some specifics that you or questions that you ask to figure that out?
1: I don't really have a specific question. It depends on it depends on the uh, the position again. But I I have a very really long onboarding process, and my clients know. So when they hire me to be the recruiter on the delegation part, we we got hired thirty days but it can be a lot faster, but we need 30 days to pre-qualify them. The way they talk to me and my team, the way they respond to our tests, some clients have like personality tests, like Kobe or something. Um, It depends if that is their preference, that's fine. But if the contractor or freelancer not really at the level of corporate people, they might not really experience those type of like, a plus type potential people or like leadership and so on like that's not really matters why you delegate the task you delegate the task because you want to get things done right so mm-hmm. if we hiring by solution oriented like what we do um we really check their previous work and check the way they explain even though they have a very nice portfolio but they couldn't communicate they're not going to be success candidates Cause even they couldn't talk to the HR, how can they talk to the rest of the team, for example? Okay. I really yeah, I really focus more on like how they work and how they commit and the way that they show their ability to success because if they couldn't complete the task, um that would be since like pre-screen that since they apply and they not really answer exactly what we want, they're already down. Like they already got denial, first stop. And then we we keep qualifying them. Like, we really take time to, like, until we we say that, okay, let's book a call and have a 15-minute chat. Like, it's going to be some back and forth, like, four or five times at least, before we're going to see each other and and see again how the mindset, like, front to front like this, how they respond the question, and also, would it be aligned to my clients or not?
0: Okay. So how did you, uh, I, I guess I need some clarity on something before I ask you about yes. how did you get started in your business? The clarity is, in my opinion, when you talk about a contractor versus a freelancer, where do you find these contractors? Are they, are they working for a corporation and they want to do some things on the side? How How do you locate contractors because contractors almost sounds like the same as freelancers yeah so, it can
1: be the same. I, I, okay let, let me clarify myself contractors i mean in terms of like bylaws so let's say that the full-time employees also contractors but you might uh interpret them as employee full-time versus you also have a contractor that your law allows them to be just a contractor type not really an employee who will be a fixed cost to your company Mm -hmm. That you will need to provide them like benefits and also um, i'm not sure how do you call it like those those requirement legal side that you have to provide to your full-time employee so oh, those okay. will have more commitment. Really yeah.
0: saying, so I'm sorry, you're really saying a difference between a W-2 employee and a 1099 contractor. Is that really what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I don't know about the U.S. law, I apologize, okay. but yeah, it seems like the right, the right okay. answer. All so right. in that sense, freelancers w- usually will be solopreneur. usually, usually would be like um, one person solo doing the thing who take the task from you and then get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, if you go to Upwork or like Fiverr, you will see there will be mainly two types, right? Freelancer and agency. So agency means more than one person. They might mm-hmm. have like some project manager who like give the task to the right candidate again or something like that. So that those are the types that I say. However, regarding to the, the, the position that you're recruiting, it might not necessary either with the freelancers or the agency-wise. It's about how they get things done. Because you want to know who will do the work exactly from the process that you prefer and also your vision that you want things done. Depends on it. it would be for the expertise that they will have that one framework to get things done or you just want some followers to follow you. So if you just want follower, you just go for freelancers or assistant. That is totally fine. You can reduce a lot of costs. But where to find them, right? Um, we do, I have partner, like for example, Philippine based, we have partner up and I do really recruit from local source. So I partner with them and they will help me and also my clients to find the right person. So they do the job and that's how I outsource that part
0: okay all right so how did you get started with your business how
1: i get started <laughs> so i burn out i was so burned out in the international organization doesn't mean i don't like a job i don't like how the organization runs like it's quite bureaucratic which is unexpected okay. so i didn't cover that and i don't really i know that i don't like bureaucratic things i don't like seniority so i left and i started my online business um three past year ago. So I started from like um, life plans coach again, quite success at that time and burned out again because not really able to figure out how can I scale or like, how can I do all different seven hacks on my head at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I paused that and I, I get innovated. I got innovated to join franchise company with my previous business partners.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We start that from scratch, like really from scratch. And I got to learn that, okay, operation system actually very important. Very, very important. Um, you can franchise, right? You can just keep someone who have no experience at all, but can able to success exactly what you are doing. So it's actually very important to get this system manual and also guidance to the right person or to anyone and able to duplicate. These are an example for followers they just follow your step that's how the franchise speed works um so i just like developed the skill set um three years ago and and from there um i left the sh- the franchise um just to just about something but just leave the franchise because i think i want to pursue another path and i just started these um operation strategies along the way because i just really like it. And I have been doing it from like scratch, like really from scratch, like research everything, read everything and building my own company with my partners with that. So very firsthand experience.
0: All right. Well, you know, I thank you for being here today. Share with us where people can find you on social media or where they can find you on your website. Sure. Thank you so
1: much for having me as well. So they can search um, Muthita Panmuk, M-U-T-I-T-A, Um, They can find my social media with that name. And also if they're interested to follow my weekly research um, weekly experiments, whatever I came across from my clients or even some people that I learned on weekly basis, please, check it out at before you scale.com and that is to subscribe to my weekly newsletter that I share some good stuff with you every week
0: okay all right well thank you so much for being here again and uh all right guys make sure that you go and follow her on social media as well as look at her website and subscribe for her newsletter so that you can find out some more great things that she's doing all right guys we'll be back next thursday so if you want to see the visual uh podcast uh in video go to my youtube channel shante golson international and you'll be able to see this interview uh by video all right guys as always make it a great day be productive and we'll see you next thursday bye for now Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm, hmm mm hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.